0: say I'm understudy. Might say I'm over the top. But there's like no clean water, so the pop is over They say amazing grace. Um test, test, testing. Test Penelope.
1: Hi, Tanya. How are you?
0: <laughs> I'm really good. You're getting really intimate with that microphone.
1: <laughs> Do you th- are we on? <laughs> I thought you were just testing. We are on. But you're gonna edit that out. No we're right? not <laughs> <laughs> you know, like what sorts of things this time you want to talk to me about? Because I don't know if I'm going to be very interesting on that topic. For those of you who have done this before, <laughs> Should I be nervous?
0: <laughs> um, somebody said, I, somebody who I thought just I had the most delightful interview with, and then she was like, you're a tough interviewer. I was like, what? Goodness
1: gracious. <laughs> I mean, besides this and, and the fact that you're interviewing people, so it makes sense to me, like you used to be inquisitive on the times that we've been out. Yes, we have. And
0: what did I used to always say to you? CIA. Yeah, You tend to be a bit private.
1: I do. And
0: then I like ask you questions and be like, uh, well, and I'd be like, "Oh, you had never No, you're right, CIA. <laughs> and how you reminded me of my parents who right? were also card-carrying members of the CIA." Right, right. Um, they were deep though. It, it was deep. <laughs> they were on another that level. That was a whole nother. Like I
1: could only wish to be on the level that they were on. Chapopo. Yes, Anya.
0: Nola Pay. Yes, Tanya. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, Rishi. <laughs> so we have known each other for, what is it, 107 years now?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been a long time.
0: And do you remember that the first, I don't know, like in our adult lives, the first few times we would run into each other, you, I would for some reason not remember that we knew each other in high school?
1: Yeah, but I don't know that I brought it up every single time.
0: I'm gonna. I'll agree with that, but I do know that I would always be like, "What?" You'd be like, "Yeah,
1: yeah." I would say,
0: "Oh, I used to see you in shows and Frank B. Aquino. Yeah, and you'd you be like,
1: in- mm. <laughs> "Oh, really?"
0: Right. Huh. I know right. who CIA then? <laughs> I know. Well, that's just I don't know. Apparently, I was blacking out parts of my childhood. I don't think we we didn't uh, hang out. We didn't hang out. No. no, I just
1: I knew you from afar, from, from a distance, from and through him.
0: Yes. And focusing a little more on where you grew up, did you go to, was your school, high school, grade school, what was that experience? Was it diverse?
1: Mm, Yeah. And then there was white flight there. I went to St. Paul Lutheran for grade school. Um, And that was um, um, very mixed until I got to a certain age. And I don't know what age that was, but white people did leave. And then it became an all-black class, you know, and then, like, yeah. maybe with one student who was white.
0: Okay. So, you know, that's so funny. I had always thought that we had the experience of growing up in sort of all-white environments uh, in common. But, it—I, it, it, in fact, I don't think... Well, I
1: do. Yeah. But I think... Um... Where were you from? I was Western Springs. Yeah, I think that's just a little more white than a lot, a lot, a lot lot of white. So, and I think mine was very white between between community and school. Yes, until a certain age. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I did see it change. I didn't know what to call the change, or what I I didn't have an opinion about the change. I can see that change in retrospect. Right. You know, Um, but when I was in it, I mean, I would. I would, I would call it a very white environment. Okay, yeah. And high school was definitely that. It was like eleven of us in my graduating right. high school class. I yeah. went to Trinity and River Forest.
0: So for you, did you have um, any sort of? Um, for you, when did race become get on your radar? Like sort of one of the things that you're talking about is that idea that like a lot of these things, and that was my experience in a lot of ways too, where it was like. I would recognize things in hindsight right like looking back you're like oh that was happening For now i understand sort of more on a larger scale what i was experiencing or perhaps what i was um, digesting um that had an impact or effect like when you look back at your experience um, are there charged moments that really stand out to you in terms of when race got on your radar or even racism got on your radar? Mm. That's a big one.
1: Well, it's only because I'm not gonna say what I think you think I might say. No,
0: (laughs) I don't actually,
1: no. I I just, race is a, um, for me, I just, sure, there are things that I feel and experience have felt and have experienced as a woman with brown skin. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I, I, I don't know, I'm not always, I'm, I don't always recognize the the racism, I yeah. guess, yeah. Un, until I do, you know, right. like if I'm in a store, yeah. and, you know, somebody wants to follow me around or something like that, Yeah. but I, guess i i don't necessarily i, I like i thrive in u- universality i thrive in um collaborative. no that doesn't make no, sense. no honey like it a, does like a
0: lady that is partly why i want to talk to you so i think you're surprised because maybe you wanted you might have expected that i was going to be like yeah the man and <laughs> well
1: i think i did i was thinking i don't want to talk about race I- why so, it's so, okay. But you it's funny to me that you, did you think that I would not want to talk about race?
0: Yes. <laughs> Henceforth, the reason I had you on. Because, Tell me about so that. So that's so funny because like, okay, so now we're sort of like already, I don't know how long in. And it's so funny because we sort of took that detour, which was not my original sort of like agenda because part of my agenda in having you on Number one in this segment of Hey, Girl, Hey, is that I invite black women who I adore. I either adore and love and want to share with my listeners or some black women who I don't know and love yet, but want to. So it's a great opportunity to like not have to try to schedule a coffee and just have them on the podcast. Nice, nice. But but in this case, I
1: should have brought coffee.
0: (laughs) In this case, I was like, I want to share the joy and the love. And the hilarity and the light which is Penelope Walker (laughs) and um, celebrate you and share that with my audience for a number of reasons because you know um, the world is going to hell in a handbasket and because you have a way of not um, being in denial of that but leading with joy in a way like no other person I know and so That's really what, you know, I want to, I want to just talk to you and celebrate you and, 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 and kick off with exactly what you just said, because I don't think it's that you ignore it, but I do think that exactly sort of what you're talking about, this sense of like leading with universality. um, I don't, I, do you feel like you kind of know where that comes from, that ability?
1: Mm -mm. I think, I, I mean, for a long time, I think I knew what made me feel good. Mm. and um, as far as like community and um, you know people you know like in the context of theater yes I I feel like a room of people who are so excited to be there who want to create I mean we did people's temple yes and that was I'm gonna cry I know I know (laughs) anyway I find that there are ways that People can just I mean that doesn't mean people are always getting along no. but create something really lovely in the context of of, of desire, like wanting to be there and um, and what's the word I was going to say? vulnerability vulnerability like being vulnerable. I read this thing where um, it talked about where there is vulnerability, there is God. Mm. there is creativity
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, I I want that.
0: Yes. And so, a little context here. In addition to having known Penelope for 107 years, we have I've had the great pleasure of doing a number of shows with her. I've had the great pleasure of watching her perform in a number of shows, and she's truly a beautiful actress. So this joy that I've had to Thank you. you You're welcome. <laughs> to watch you perform. And then um, also to have you perform in readings of my plays, also to perform with you. And you mentioned People's Temple, which is a, ooh, that boy, that was a stunning play that we did, which was about um, the, uh, peop- the People's Temple, which um, had to do with uh, the mass suicide um, led by uh, Jim Jones, um, and uh, who tried to get all these people Many black and brown to sort of sign up for this sort of utopian society, but really he was taking advantage of them. And ultimately, when the authorities were trying to intervene, he convinced these people all to, to kill themselves by drinking the Kool Aid. It's where the expression drinking the Kool Aid comes in. Ever since I've done that play, I can't use that expression anymore. Because Mm. that's not just about like, oh, just going along with the pack. That was a mass suicide, including children, parents feeding Kool-Aid to their children. Okay, back to the joy. Anyway, so um, (laughs) Penelope and I played sisters in that. And we hit a moment at the end of the play. And this is sort of an an example of the joy it is to perform with her. Because um, I was on stage at one moment, and I'm delivering a monologue to the audience. And this is after the events have happened. And my character wasn't in the room where everybody chose to drink the Kool-Aid. So I, my character survived it. And then there is some sense of a reunion with the sister. And now I can't remember if it's an actual reunion or sort of a dreamlike one. But I talk about my sister. And then Penelope's character enters. And I turn to her. And I grab her. And as an actress, Penelope literally allowed me to just grab her body, and I just would like shake it, and I would like rock it back and forth, and she just completely leaned into it. And quite honestly, for me, part of that was very much each night, kind of a reunion with my sister Lisa, who passed away. So Penelope allowing me to sort of have that reunion each night and just being available and open to it to just let me kind of like, you know what I'm talking about, right? You were like my rag doll in a way, but in total joy and understanding. And that's the type of actress she is, that she will be in that moment with you and ride it with you and not later be like, um, could you not shake me so hard? Um, Or could you not touch me? (laughs) I mean, what? Um I have a problem with that. And um just to lean into that joyous moment with me. And that's the type of performer she is. And um, any time you're in a room, you are the source of joy for everybody in that room. And so, yes, to this idea of the community. I don't even have a question I'm asking yeah, you Yeah, I point. really appreciate <laughs> all,
1: how deep you just went. Yeah. And, I mean, you explained so many things. <laughs> um, but I appreciate uh, all the things that you said about me and my performing. Like, sometimes we don't see ourselves, I don't think. Uh, you know, my approach is... My approach to life, I guess, and I don't necessarily know what that is, but when you have people in your life who look at you and then respond, like uh, say to you, oh, this is who you are. Right. So, like, we learn more about ourselves based on what other people say about us. But, um, you know, I think that people in my life, even though they love me, I do think that they think I'm really, maybe, very passive. Mm. And um, I am a. You know, like oh, if I just meditate, or if oh, if I just this, and it doesn't mean that I don't feel things. Like I even had a friend of mine say something like, "Oh yeah, well maybe if you just sit and meditate, you can get it too."
0: And get, get what too?
1: Whatever it right, was that right. we were talking about. Yeah. Um, and I, I did take it as a dig. Mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. But I didn't um, reply to it. I mean, I didn't say anything. And my father's kind of the same way. Yeah. Just kind of like, what are you doing? Like, you need to be doing. Like, he doesn't say that exactly. Yeah. But there is this way in which he is very angry, but he's very angry based on his whole life. Yeah. From being a child and having the parents that he had. Yeah. You know? So... And what he did with that, he certainly made like a very strong, delicious lemonade yes. for himself. He raised a family. But right now, he's 80. Yeah. So I just feel like he's really mad. One, about getting old. Two, about, you know, um, the old, the anger of the past that mm-hmm. he didn't really deal with. He just... Mm-hmm sort of like picked himself up by his bootstraps yeah, and yeah. moved forward yeah. in the way that he, you know, did. So I'm just saying to you that, you know, I, I appreciate being on your show and you talking about, oh, and you're so this and you're so that. And, you know, I might not be everybody's cup of tea as far as like, <laughs> Well, the, here's the, th- I'm not necessarily. I mean, I do get mad. I get fucking pissed yes. about things. Yes. But, you know, I, Everything is not my, all the things that are other people's battles may not be my battle. Because there is a certain kind of responsibility, I feel like, that people have that is, that has nothing to do with that over there. Mm. Um, sure, if we want to, uh, I think I'm digressing. I, no, um, no, no, this is
0: really important. And it's really around sort of, it's, it's awesome. I, I feel like. Like
1: we're doing a lot of complaining, sure. right, these days. And it's like if we're on the train and someone is making a lot of noise, and I didn't make this up, somebody else did this and I read it. And someone is making a lot of noise. My job is not to go up to that person and say, you know, hey, will you be quiet? My job is to take care of myself. And if it's not making me feel good or think good thoughts or whatever, then I need to do something about it. And that might mean move to a different car. Truth. So, how much of um, our disappointments and anger and frustration over whatever it is. Are we taking care of ourselves and, um, you know, m- making different choices for ourselves mm-hmm. and not necessarily trying to change that person or that? Right. I don't know. Am How it do you, uh,
0: yes, you are. And I remember, um, I mean, for me, I feel like, you know, Whatever reason, this conversation is in my heart, right? This conversation about race, equity, diversity, it's always been, and now it is what sort of leads me, right? Um, and there are, are times that I am just like, what if I just ignored all of it, you know? Um, and that doesn't sit right with me, and not to say that that's what you're doing. Um, I think that I'm, I think, for me, I feel like the experiences I've had have led me to this, and that's why I've had those experiences, the growing up in an all-white suburb, how long it took me to be able to sort of stand in my own sense of self as a black woman, Um, the fact that I'm a storyteller, so that I, I, it's just so sort of natural to me, um, while also exhausting, you know, and draining, and um, I think, I, I, sometimes I wish I could shake off the desire to like get people to see things differently mm. and and yes, keep it in terms of like, what am I doing to take care of myself um but but i i you know, I do think that we all have different journeys, yeah.
1: you know so i I think a person's journey is a person's journey, yeah. like, and that. I really am excited that your past has brought you to your present yeah. in a way that um, feels empowering. Yeah. And um,
0: Do you feel like you ever tried that on and then realized this isn't for me? Or it's just sort of how you have, like, I do remember one time. Here, so, th- so one thing that um, I remember, we were at a, a luncheon that a friend, through for a bunch, a group of women that we just all sort of sink in. And, um, and uh, we came upon this conversation, and it was so exciting to hear you say this, which was, it was a conversation about someone that you were working with, an older person who was like, oh, I can't with all this pronouns and this, and it's exhausting, mm-hmm. I'm out. You know what I mean? Like, they were kind of essentially saying they were going to tap out of this. Yeah, and not tap cold. out,
1: but they were watching from a window.
0: Well, and also, <laughs> but, but all, I, what, what I thought I heard you say, too, was there was a sense in their case that they were kind of, like, not going to try to adapt. And I remember you articulating what you shared with them, which was along the lines of, like, we have to. We don't, we have to. Um, Can you talk a little bit
1: more about Yeah, I think I'm calling it a new world, and maybe it's not so new necessarily, but people are speaking out about what they want more and more. And I I feel like what I said to this person was that, you know, there's no more standing outside looking through the window, that we we are in the room.
0: We are in the room.
1: We are in the room, and... I think it's now about to the degree in which we engage in the room. Mm -hmm, You know what I mean? mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. So, uh,
0: But was there an element? Because for me, I felt like there was so much power there in, in hearing you, Penelope, who everybody loves and who leads with joy, just very sort of simply saying, like, that's not the option. And you shared stories about how like you're you're grappling with it and making mistakes and sticking your foot in your mouth, but that you get that it's necessary. You know.
1: Yes. And I I feel like this is leading to something that you want to say, like it's necessary for me to be a part of <laughs> some other things. This but. is
0: the CIA <laughs> agent in her. She's suspicious. She thinks I'm leading her somewhere. Well, this is what I'll <laughs> say. I'll just say that there, this
1: particular issue is um, easy, because I'm in this world. I'm in the theater world where people are saying out loud, look, uh, these are my pronouns. Yeah. Look, um, address me as such. Yeah. Now, there are certain things that don't touch people. You know, mm. don't touch their lives. Right, and this person is also a part of this community. Right, right, right. So, and is faced head on. Yes. with certain issues that I'm being so vague, aren't You're I? Not. You're not. You're making, making very sense.
0: CIA. I'm with you. No, no, no. Um, this isn't
1: CIA. I'll let you know. Okay. So I, you know, I felt I feel like in that regard that our my saying to them. Hey, you're not a bystander. You're not a person right. a- along the side of the road. You're yes. in the room. Got it. And you have power. Yes. So that position is very different, and and is participating. I yes. will even say, yeah. And that this person doesn't see that they are participating is kind of the thing.
0: I love that, but I also will. I will. I will add to that. I guess I will also say. I feel like that is representative That exactly what you said and, and how true it is because we are in theater and in sort of almost an exaggerated sense in the room. I feel like we can like 360 that because I, I think that's everybody's responsibility in terms of being in the world, that the world is the room and that everybody has to get out from behind the window and get in the room. And, and, and I loved how you put it, that it's like some people, it doesn't touch them as immediately. But part of what I'm trying to do is build people's sensitivity in a way that makes them recognize that you have to consider yourself in the conversation, even if it doesn't affect you on a regular basis, even if you're not witnessing it on a regular basis or interacting or collaborating with it, and that when you get an opportunity, it's such a great opportunity to do exactly what you say. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, so yeah, it just yeah. sort of serves I'm as I'm not like, always
1: great at it, but I no. just, I and the person that I was talking to, I love. Right.
0: You said it with love, and you said I it. I love
1: them. It was not, you know, um, me challenging them. No. It was just me encouraging them and reminding them right. that they're already in, in the room.
0: Um, But but you know one of the questions I always love to ask my hey girl hey guests is that self care component and what your some of your rituals are and what are the things that you do that fall under the umbrella of self care.
1: Um, I get Zen shiatsu massages. Mm. Uh, I I meditate daily, but that's you know neither here nor there. Doesn't what I'm saying is that these these things that I do don't make me anything but a person who's just trying to be better than I was yesterday.
0: Mm. I don't know how, um, because when you say you don't lead with the sort of crap that's going on in the world, right? How do you do that? Do you just shut yourself off from it? Or is there a way that you flip it? Like, how do you deal with the fact that Trump is president right now? Well, this is, I I
1: guess, in my own mind, Tanya, I feel like um, everything is of God. Mm. So Trump is too, And it is not my job to manage him. Mm. He was voted in. There are people who are speaking who want him. And there are people that liked what he said. -hmm. And it's the thing that made them vote for him. Right. And of course, there are people who didn't vote. I mean, voting. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm right. Because I feel like it's been tainted long before um, I was even born. Right. Like the voting itself itself is corrupt, I guess. Yes. Yes. Um, And then with these, you know, electronic voting machines. But um, so. You know, we got to take the good with the bad, I think. And I don't mean sit down and let it. If it doesn't make us feel good, I understand the battling of it. Yeah. But I feel like we and I also feel like the people who are speaking, though, I mean, we can't write people off as dumb and stupid and they don't know what they want. People want what they want. And the world is is, you know, varying opinions and um, desires. Right. Um, yeah, I didn't answer the question. Well, Did no, but it? I'm
0: just, I'm listening, and I'm like, but then if you reject it, do you, re- I mean, I'm a, you don't reject it?
1: <laughs> I, I don't know what you mean. Well, like.
0: Like, yes, I believe that we have the president that this country deserves right now, in a sense, which isn't exactly what you said, but it's- No, it isn't. (laughs) Essentially, this idea of like, we have brought ourselves to this, right? And that people have spoken, and it is a reflection. And it's an important reflection that I want to break. (laughs) Like, I feel like I want to throw a rock at the reflection and be like, we need another reflection. And I'm spurred by that. Um, Maybe because I'm like, you know. But aren't all reflections? Like,
1: I feel like everybody, I don't know, everybody gets a turn. And um, this is just a moment in time. Now, of course, because he has the highest position in the land, there are things. I'm watching a show. I don't know if I can say a name of a show on your podcast. Yeah. Um, Years and Years. Yes, that show's a trip. Are you
0: watching it? I haven't followed it all the way, but every time I see a little bit of it, I'm like, what is happening? It's
1: just a little, and it's very interesting. And I feel like um, there are things that a person does, right? And they push the envelope ever so much. And some of this is in that show. And they talk about, like, lifelong, like, Trump in that show becomes a lifelong president. Mm. Like he's changed the terms of the presidency. Of course he has. You know? This is yes. So sure, I hear that and I know that this show is about some of our greatest fears. Mm-hmm. Um and I do feel like there are enough distractions in his presidency that, you know, who knows what's going on behind yeah. closed doors. Yeah. And um I guess I just don't want us to take the bait so much. I feel like we are easily baited now, and that the bait in itself is a distraction from other things. I mean, I don't know. I, I hear you. I, I hear- mean, I just feel like Trump is just, um, I'm not dismissing him. No. And I think it just doesn't interest me. Mm. In in regards to like, if it's gonna cause anxiety and, um, I don't know, physical If it doesn't feel good. You know, if it just doesn't, it doesn't feel good to me. And so the repetition, like saying things over and over, I think these things get lodged in our, in our person, in Mm -hmm. our, in our, in our muscles Mm -hmm. and, um, Oh my God! I'm gonna be sounding so wacky. Well, on-
0: um, it's just—it is hard to hear because I'm like, just, ah, we have to ah. and um, I, and you know, and I think there's a place
1: for course, that. Yeah. I do. I just—it's not me, and it's I not can't, you. and I don't want to be what I'm not. No, I hear you. Like sometimes I'm, you know, and as a, a fucking actor, I just feel like, you know, I'm having to put on clothes that just aren't me, right? And and you know, when I do the freaking audition. I sound like a person that isn't me. Yeah, yeah. And so um, the clothes don't fit. Yeah. You know, so I just, I'm, I'm working real hard to find the stuff that fits. And, and you know, what is really, what is, what is really the thing that I'm asking for and wanting? I think I just want a deeper spiritual life and a deeper community life. And, I don't know. And that has power and impact. So it isn't to say that it doesn't. Right. And I feel like it has power and impact in a way that is just different from someone else's.
0: Absolutely. And the impact is why I asked you to be here. Do you know what I mean? Because it is another side of this. It is another side and a different approach. And it. Like
1: you said something about people taking care of, you know, what are those things that yeah. you do to take care of yourself? Yeah. Sure, I fall, I fall short of taking care of myself daily, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And how, we, how are we taking care of ourselves? Are we drinking enough water? Are we getting enough sleep? Are we exercising? Are we walking? When we're feeling bad, are we going to take a shower so we can shift that? Mm-hmm. Like there are things that seem so simple. Um, that I feel like could really aid us in knowing ourselves better and, like, knowing, not being so distracted by these things outside of ourselves.
0: I think it's powerful what you're saying, that it can become a distraction from ourselves. It
1: can become. Thank you.
0: And yeah. um, it's a great point, especially in our community. It can become a distraction. It can become an identity. Um, and I know that I, I don't struggle with this. Mm -hmm. I don't struggle with this because, um, but I am aware that it is a part of my identity now. Right. Um, and I also seek ways that I can make sure that I'm leading with other parts of myself as well. Um, which can be challenging. What does that mean?
1: Leading, leading your life, leading your what?
0: Leading with like, um, you know, I'm fucking hilarious, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know this. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, you know, there's a part of me that's like, boy, I, I am so passionate and feel so strongly about creating um, content in this area and using my skills. At the same time, I'm like, I really want to produce something really stupid and silly because I'm so far away from that. And, you know, I used to do these scandal reviews. Which were just ridiculous, and um, when I watch them back, it's a different part of me. I, I'm speaking in a different way. There's an energy that I don't manifest as much as I used to, um, and I'm missing it, you know. And so I've been thinking about like, what can I do? At the same time, that I also want to do a keynote speech in Evanston, right, in my hometown, and and talk about this stuff. But then I'm like, I I need something over on this other part of me where I can just, like, um, lead with that. Yeah, and I so feel that's like what it's I – mean. n- yeah. and I don't yeah.
1: know if this is something that you're thinking it yeah. is. Like, yeah. you're not thinking it's a and or, or um, I have to be this or no. I have to be that. No. Yeah, I think no. that there is balance, yeah. you know, just yeah. like doing the things that make us feel good. Absolutely. And
0: which is why, like, it's, it's – Not
1: that I always do.
0: Right, but. yeah. <laughs> and how close we have to pay attention, Right. I will say that I really
1: have loved seeing your career mm. transform. You. you know, so you're this amazing actress mm-hmm. and then when you're not doing a show, like you all of a sudden you're like <laughs> I'm going to do I'm going to do this podcast. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to write this book. I'm going <laughs> to like so I really admire that you have been able to find a niche for yourself. Thank- and it doesn't mean that you are only this. No. Yeah. And so, I have to remind myself of yeah. that sometimes. And, yeah. Yeah. And, I, mm. You, you go <laughs> ahead. I mean, I, I was gonna say I've admired it, and I I want to do that. You know, mm. not that I want to have a podcast necessarily. <laughs> I want what I want is I remember the joy that I felt from doing my own show. Oh
0: my gosh! My, yes. My
1: solo show. Yes. And so I want to write another one, especially yes. since my father is living with me. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like. But then how much can you say because, you know, he's alive. Well, you know, it's Do I true. have to wait to do this posthumously? And is it really about my father? No. It, or right. is it about me? And, right. You know, exploring, like having all that run through my head. But, you know, that made me truly happy. Like, yes, I felt a happiness. Yes. In the context of doing my own stuff, which you are doing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as opposed to like being in a show. Yes. But. Shows provide you the company of other people working with a great director, working at a great theater, and weeks of insurance, which may be necessary at some point.
0: And and yes, and we all know how joyous she is in the room. Uh, Your show and um, how glorious that was. And I say yes to that. Please start writing because um, your voice is... So... It's so interesting,
1: but it was the thing that you said. It was like, sometimes I just want to do stuff that is really silly. Yes. That's what I want to do. I want to say, like, stupid stuff yes. that maybe you don't even have a reference to yes. or get. And yes. I want to do it, and I want people to come and sit in the seats <laughs> and pay for the tickets. And they did, and do it again.
0: Do it again, and um, yes.
1: Yes. I mean, creativity is so interesting to yeah. me because, like... One, giving oneself permission yes, yes. is very, like huge I don't piece. know, it's a huge piece of it. And there are those of you out there in the world who are doing a magnificent job and you are examples mm. for those of us who want to do more of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Kudos to you. I want us to honor that part of ourselves Absolutely. that we don't always get to because of how it might look or how, what people might think. I think I've grown up with what people might think mm-hmm. and it might be part of the reason that I have of the passivity that mm-hmm. I feel like people have talked about um, I, I just don't want people to be mad at me I don't want people to like from a little girl you mm-hmm. know like trying mm-hmm. to figure find our way and I'm, I've become more and more on my side and trying you know perm, giving myself more permission mm-hmm. but it's just It's an interesting world, this creative world.
0: It is. But that's also why when you told me the story about what you said to your coworker or the person you were working with was so powerful to me. Because I have seen you occasionally. You know, you sometimes will start something and you're going really strong with an idea.
1: Censor. Censor. I censor (laughs) myself. And you censor
0: yourself. And I see it in real time. And I'm like, damn it, I wish you would have just... Girl, there are things that
1: I want to say, I know. and I just feel like everybody would be mad. And people are tense these days. <laughs> there is a mob mentality out there. The I don't want the
0: mob to come to my house. I get it, but here's the thing. It's, the sm- it's a small combination now. The, 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 the melding of your joy and the literally the love. I don't know anybody who doesn't adore and love you. On my end, that's what I see. She
1: is an authority. Listen
0: to me. I her. am an authority. And so the, the point being that that was a real moment that this person who ultimately you love, like you said, but also is in a position of power, was making a statement and you were able to call them in, right? Not call them out, call them in. And with your grace and your joy and clarity, speak your mind and make a really important point. And that's powerful too, right? And, and that's... That's still you leading with your joy, and that's still you not censoring yourself, right? And so one, and as you said, it doesn't have to be one or the other. And so I'm just encouraging that in you because it's gorgeous. (laughs) Penelope Walker, I love you. I love you, too. You are a light in my life. Um, This has been brilliant. Mm -hmm. Penelope Walker, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Tanya Machart, for having me on your show. You're welcome. Maybe it'll be all right.
1: Penelope. Yes, (laughs) Tanya?
0: Do you think we look alike? Oh, that's good. Like,
1: with our glasses on, people often have said that. The thing is this. I I don't, but I do. I mean, (laughs) I don't. Like, when people have said it, I'm less like,
0: oh. Okay. But under what circumstances have people said it, Penelope Walker?
1: (laughs) What, What are you trying to get me to say? What
0: I'm trying to get you to say is... Um, for years, we have worked at various theaters where either people within the administration think we are the other person, or in my case, I think possibly people in the administration or whatever don't realize I've ever worked there and just think I'm you. Oh, that's that's funny. <laughs> and um, I wish you could give me examples. I know. I, well, yeah. we'll do it off mic. Okay. But do you know Angela Elise? Mm-hmm. Yes. And do you know she started the hashtag not in the show? And a whole video on it. Oh, no. And, you know, black actresses in town who get mistaken for other black actresses. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like, if you showed up at an opening at Steppenwolf and Alana was in the show. And people, like, compliment you. Yeah, right. At the after party. Oh, right, yeah. Um, And so this had happened to us for, like, maybe more to me. Like, it would happen to me where people would either call me Penelope or, like, you know, just assume I was you. Was it white people? It was white people. Yes. So (laughs) I am notoriously or had been for a stretch.
1: And I think because we both wear glasses, I think we both have a certain kind of sound you know sure um
0: so i but uh, technically i think that people aren't working no (laughs) i and i think that
1: people aren't working hard they're
0: not working very hard
1: and 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 it's It's like like you have to work hard no you just see two black girls together with glasses and then you've decided oh i'm gonna close my eyes and (laughs) penelope no tanya it's
0: like Tanya,
1: no Penelope. <laughs> People
0: so. who have facial blindness use different cues, right? So it'd be fair if somebody has facial blindness to like use the glasses as a cue or maybe the sound of our voice. But it's like if you don't have facial blindness, take a second. And our voices don't sound no, alike. they don't sound anything alike. It is a it thing. It is a thing.